Alumni from Pitt State have gone on to some incredible careers. A few have enjoyed success in national and international sports broadcasting, thanks to the start they got right here on campus. One of them, Ryan Bartlett, who graduated in 2003, sent us photos this year from the World Cup and the World Series. He produces pre- and post-game shows for Fox Sports. Today's conversation will be with Pitt State sophomore Dominic Santiago. He's on his way to a career just like that, thanks to experience he's getting while in school. Experience like directing the MIAA Basketball Tournament broadcast. I'm Andra Stefanoni, and you're listening to Guerrilla Connection. Well, my name is Dominic Santiago. I'm a sophomore at Pitt State, majoring in communications with an emphasis in media production. Um, I've been involved with the broadcasting here at Pitt State since my junior year. Um, I kind of got on with them. Your junior year in high school? Yes. Okay. And where did you go to high school? I went to high school at Valley Center High School in uh, kind of northern Wichita. Okay. You came here as a junior in high school for what purpose? Um, I was here for a tour. I was, it was the, uh, what is it, the Gorilla Bash, I think it is, where uh, lots of other high schoolers will show up uh, for the football game okay. and kind of get a tour of the facilities. And I actually was, uh, I actually got lost during the tour. <laughs> I mentioned to somebody that was inter- interested in broadcasting. And during the tour, they pointed me up towards the control room at the uh, Wee Gymnasium. And I actually got to help broadcast that football game. You're kidding. Yeah. You just kind of stumbled upon this room yep. and somehow they put you to work. Yep. Did you have some experience from your high school that you were able to just jump right in? And Yeah, I uh, have been involved with video production as a whole since about middle school. Uh-huh. I helped with uh, recording football games for the middle school. And then as a eighth grader before my freshman year of high school, I started helping the high school with their uh, recording of the football games. And then all throughout my high school experience has been uh, live production through my high school's uh, program that they have there. So was that the experience that sort of sealed the deal on getting you to attend Pitt State? Did you think, okay, this is what I want to do? Yeah, I think uh, having that experience that, you know, Dr. Como just said, you know, you're here for a tour. All right, I'll put you to work. And he put me on the graphics machine and that kind of feeling that I would be accepted automatically because I looked at other schools and a lot of times um, in the area that I'm going into, it's all about experience. And so if I went to a division one school, I may have to wait until my junior year in order to really start working with the broadcasting equipment. But here, but here I started even my junior year of uh, high school and freshman, sophomore year, I've been involved, um, even directing and doing some of the more leadership roles in the program. Okay. Well, we are sitting here, um, if we were on TV, it'd be easy to see. Um, We're sitting here in in a a huge room that's like a giant green screen. Um, Tell me what you guys do in here. So in here, it's mostly a studio space for other students to kind of create whatever video content they want. Um, We do use the space during the football season for a pregame show that airs uh, just before uh, the start of the game. So we'll do about a five minute kind of going through some of the stats of the other games and giving a preview of what people can expect to see. You have all of the, the equipment you need here in terms of cameras and teleprompters and, and all of it. Yeah. Um, great. So what I'd really like to find out from you is what you, uh, the experience that you had just a, a few weeks ago at the MIAA tournament. What was that like? and bring that to life for listeners so they can kind of be in that control booth with you. Well, the MIAA tournament is a, it's a very 
awesome experience for students to kind of get their hands on and do a professional setting of a broadcast, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of long hours. It's a lot of doing the same jobs over and over again. Um, we did a total of 18 games in, I think it was five days. Wow. And of those, I worked 17 of the 18. Um, and we did four games a day. And then on the championship, we did two games. And what was your role? What was your, your job in that? Um, for the most part, I kind of served as the director. Um, our producer, Abby, she uh, kind of oversaw all the production and made sure that people were scheduled, people knew what they were doing, and uh, organized that part. So it was really my job to do the directing of cutting cameras, you know, going from camera one to camera two to show the different angles of the arena, um, organizing replays and graphics. And I did a little bit of coordination with the talent, like the play-by-play and color people to talk about what's going to happen after a break or what they should be talking about with stats. Um, But my role was mostly to direct the show itself and look at what's going to go out onto the live stream. And so as viewers were watching this, this is all produced by students Mm -hmm. from the camera to the control room, everything. Yep. Everything was all students. Uh, The two teachers that were there, Um, Mostly just made sure that things didn't go catastrophically wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing caught on fire. Right. Um, But yeah, it was all student How exciting for you. It was a very exciting experience. And although it was exhausting, I I can't help but think that's a great portfolio piece for you when you graduate from here, right? Definitely. I think, uh, at least within Division II, we're the only conference, the MIAA is the only conference that allows students to work a uh, conference tournament for basketball. Okay. What do you hope to do when you do leave here? Um, I'm hoping to do more sports broadcasting as a director or producer. Um, so working for something like Fox Sports, CBS Sports, um, doing live broadcasts of professional games. Well, it sounds like you're well on your way. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thanks for taking time out uh, to visit with me. What's next on your agenda? What do you have lined up for the rest of the semester? Um, for the rest of the semester, I'll still be working some baseball and softball games that are happening. Um, and I'm hoping to uh, do a little bit of esports broadcasting in the future, maybe this semester if I can fit it in. Um, but the esports club has been working hard, and so I'm hoping to kind of get a little bit of experience doing that also. Excellent. Wherever there's a competition, you will be. I will try to be there. <laughs> uh, thanks, Dominic. Appreciate it. Yeah. Good luck. Credit for this program goes to someone who has a passion for it. My name is Troy Como. I am currently the interim chair of communication, but I've also served as the director of media production here at Pittsburgh State for the past, uh, I don't know, 15 plus years. <laughs> and you've had some success in that program. Um, it seems like every few months I get a notice from you that it's time to send out a news release saying we've won some awards. Yeah, our, experience, our, our students get a lot of experience here at Pittsburgh State in media production. Um, a lot of it is because... You know, it's stuff that when I was a student, I started to think about what would be interesting to do, what would be fun to do. And I've tried to model that program to be able to have students actually in the field working and doing things and given opportunities that other students may not be given, such as the MIAA basketball tournament. What kinds of experiences do your students get here um, if you can give us some specific examples beyond the MIAA tournament, Dominic mm-hmm. talked a lot about that, but I know there's others. Mm-hmm. Well, we've we started when I when I first started the program, um, I kind of had a dream, and I'm I'm fortunate here at Pittsburgh State that there's enough support to see that dream through. So when we started the program, uh, or when I started the program, 
um, we were basically doing home and away football games. We were broadcasting them on a cable access channel, which we still do here at, at, at Pittsburgh State, um, for people in Pittsburgh to be able to see. So if there was an away game out, out of town, we would pack up equipment, we would go, we would record the game, we'd bring it back for viewers to see in Pittsburgh. Over time, things have evolved because we've, we've now have internet streaming. Sure. So, you know, the, uh, going to the away games isn't as important as it used to be because now they can watch those away games, you know, through the MIAA network. So we've really focused on the home atmosphere and the home game aspect of our broadcasts. Um, so, like I said, my dream here at Pittsburgh State, I wanted, pe- I wanted more people to see our broadcast. And it started with the luxury suites. So whenever we first built the luxury suites here at Pittsburgh State, I was fortunate enough to have the relationship with athletics. And I said, hey, we've got to have our video in those luxury suites. I want people to see us. I want to see, to especially to see our replays, to hear the play-by-play and color commentators, um, you know, just to have more eyeballs on our, on our production. And... So that happened, and we, and we were in the luxury suites, and I felt good. We were having more people see our production. Well, then I started thinking, man, I want the, I want the whole stadium to be able to see what we do. And, you know. You dream big. Things happen, yeah. <laughs> things happen, and, and the Jungletron was born uh-huh. uh, back in 2009, I believe it was. And um, we were able to showcase our production on a, on a bigger scale. And then that totally changed what our students had to do because now, you know, we, we – we were doing a broadcast that people would watch from home. Now, all of a sudden, I have the opportunity to teach students the difference between a broadcast where people watch at home and a live event production. And that is totally different. People at the stadium want to see different things than people at home. So we had to talk about that. We, we kind of have to have a, a happy medium because we're still recording this for the MIAA network now, and we're still recording this for people at home. But now we're on the Jungletron and, and people in the crowd want to get pumped up. You know, they want to see those replays. They want to see things happen immediately. Um, and so it's a little bit different type of broadcast and style of broadcast. And so really, I mean, there's a lot of winners in this because the students are learning these skills that they can go on and apply in a career. Mm-hmm. But the game day experience has been uh, magnified for the people in the stadium. I hope so. People at yeah. home. Yeah. Um, you're really bringing a lot to it that, that didn't exist before. Mm-hmm. So that's neat. Yeah. Um, and then you, you do baseball, softball. There's mm-hmm. broadcasts from the Plaster Center. Yep. Um, also a fairly new new facility here. Yeah. Yeah, we've started doing, especially indoor track and field has been a big thing because it's. A, I enjoy that a little more than the outdoor, actually, because it's more <laughs> controlled environment. Sure. Um, but, you know, whenever you do outdoor sports, you have to deal with wind, you have to deal with rain, you have to deal with a lot of elements for on your equipment. Um, whenever you're indoors, you know, you're kind of in a controlled environment. It's 72 degrees. Everything's great and nice. But we've been able to do a lot of things in the Plaster Center with the indoor track and field. Um, we we still do basketball. We've always done basketball as well, volleyball. Um, this year, I've, we've really kind of taken on more of the softball and baseball as well, which is an outdoor event. Can you know can be cold, can be rainy, can be windy. So it's it's tough. Um, but the students have, have taken that on. They've really got a passion for what they're doing here. And I'm not going to do it unless the students want to do it. I mean, that's, that's the thing. You know, this is all about the students and their, their journey to learn. The other thing the students have started this year is, is working with eSports. So they are now doing some, some broadcasts on a Friday night. And, and I think this weekend they're actually coming in on a Saturday as well. And they're broadcasting some eSports that our university has, has started doing. I know last week they did a, 
Twitch production where they did a live stream of Pittsburgh State versus the University of Missouri um, in their uh, rocket. I, I'm not good with the esports stuff. <laughs> it's like I call thought? it soccer. Who would have thought when we were younger that yeah. that would be a thing? Watching yeah. people play video games. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, and they I call it uh, soccer with cars, but they call it rocket. <laughs> they the students know what it is, um, but it's a uh, it's it's definitely different in terms of how they how they broadcast that, and we we can talk in class about the differences and, and kind of what they're missing, and you know it's. We watched it the other day, and and I said one of the things that's different is there's no crowd because oh, sure. so, so you we've don't got have to think the about, ambient noises. That's right. And so we've got to think about that and figure out how we can have an audio engineer um, go in and and you know think about can we add, should we add some crowd noise? Should we add music? You know what can we do to to make this broadcast second level? And then of course graphics are huge in esports, and so we've talked about that as well. So it's something new that students are really excited about. I know you personally have a passion for sports. I see photos that you've posted from Chiefs games and, and all kinds of things. But if a student doesn't necessarily have a desire to do sports broadcasting, is there still a fit for them here in your program? Absolutely. Um, one of the things that I've always said as media direct, uh, director of media production here at Pitt State is I want breadth over depth. So in other words, I want my students to come out of this program and be able to do a lot of different things. So the program's kind of structured where you come in and you can take documentary production. If you can take corporate video production, that's where a lot of jobs are right now. Um, you take broadcast journalism, which is still the traditional route, um, you know, to go into, uh, to work at a TV station or a, radio, or a radio station. We have audio production. So there's still those, you know, a lot of different, a lot of different ways, a lot of different interests that students have. If they want to be creative, that's that's the big thing I want. If a student wants to be creative, they need to come to Pittsburgh State because you can do those creative classes and still get that live event production as well, you know, with, with the sports. And, and one of the things I'll, I always tell students, too, if you're not interested in sports, that's fine because we're not there to watch the game. We're there to do a live event, and that's really what broadcasting and and media productions about is entertaining people, putting on a show, and and we're you know we're basically doing an event. We're not just doing a sport. Uh, what do students need to do if they are interested? If they hear this and they think that might be for me, mm-hmm. come see us. Come come check out come check out the program. You know, tour Pittsburgh State. Uh, get a meeting with myself in the communication department or Barth Cox also who who teaches over he, he's got his master of fine arts as well so so we have some students that come and want to do film and Barth has that background in film as well um, there's not too many film companies here you know usually we got to send them out to California just because of our location but um, they're still they get that interest we just had a student win an award um, up in the Kansas City it was the international Kansas City Film Festival, and he got to have his film um, aired in the Kansas City market on an AMC video screen, you know, big, big picture screen. So wow. he got to he got to sit out in the theater and watch his watch his film get aired, and then he got some question and answer afterwards. So there's still those opportunities there for film as well. So anybody who wants to be creative, schedule that meeting with Pittsburgh State, uh, schedule that tour. Ask for the communication department. Come see and talk to us. All right. Thanks, Troy. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Congrats. Thanks. You can read about other gorillas by subscribing to Gorilla Connection. 
a short digital newsletter with the same name as this podcast that will hit your email inbox each Wednesday. It features stories of inspiring people, cutting-edge projects, and major milestones at Pittsburgh State. A few recent examples. Our president, Dan Shipp, is going to bike about 800 miles across Kansas in May. You can read why and find out what he intends to do along the way. A team from the School of Construction is competing in the Final Four, but not the basketball version. Just go to pittstate.edu slash connection and choose subscribe. We'll have more podcasts soon. Thanks for listening.